The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce fab person, as well as an agent for positive change. I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. The title of today's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab is 
you as Opus, a primer on the hormonal effects on beauty and aging. Everyone talks about collagen and elastin, right? And how we lose them as we age. People also know about testosterone and estrogen and how those hormonal levels also decrease as we age. But the whole body, mind, and spirit are affected by numerous hormones. It's more than just about hot flashes, decreased muscle mass, hair thinning, you know, low energy. There's so much more. I pulled a list of the more common hormones and their functions from hopkinsmedicine.org. Pretty credible source, right? (laughs) It is amazing how there's a chemical messenger that functions at almost every aspect of our being, inside and out. So today, I'll talk about some of the ones that have uh, an effect on how we look and feel, right? So some of the ones that may sound a bit familiar to you. Firstly, I'm trying to do them in alphabetical order, just as this list that I pulled from hopkinsmedicine.org has listed them. And again, I won't be going through all of them, just some of them. Aldosterone. That's the first one I'll talk about. Aldosterone is made in the adrenal glands, and that hormone regulates your water balance, your salt balance, and both of those ultimately affect your blood pressure. Well, you may ask, well, how is, you know, salt balance or water balance affect how we look? Hello, in a big way, because water follows salt. The more salt you take, then potentially the more swollen you could be. And that could be around your eyes and your fingers, your hands, your whole face. Water balance, obviously, if you can't balance your water, you may feel totally bloated. And that definitely affects how you feel. It may even affect how you look. Next hormone, corticosteroid or steroids. I mean, steroids control so many functions in the body. They are anti-inflammatory. They have a role in maintaining your blood sugar level and also help to regulate salt and water balance. Like there's a lot going on with the steroids. Our natural steroids or corticosteroid. Another hormone called ACTH or adrenocorticotropic hormone that controls the production of your sex hormones. That's estrogen in women, progesterone in men. And obviously estrogen and progesterone have a lot to do with aging and than the expression of our, you know, sexual being. Next hormone is growth hormone. And growth hormone affects, obviously, growth and your development. It also has an effect on protein production and fat distribution. So it stimulates proteins, and it also affects fat distribution. Now, there's, it's clear that growth hormone affects how you look and how you feel and how you grow and develop over time. From the pituitary gland, there are two hormones called LH and FSH, or luteinizing hormone, LH, and follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH. Those control the production of the sex hormones, right? Estrogen in women, progesterone in men, and also the production of eggs in women and sperm in men. There you go. Sounds similar, right? Sounds like that ACTH. And yes, these hormones work together. Um, There's just this beautiful cascade and, you know, orchestration of how these hormones work within our bodies. It's, It's fascinating and it's pretty complex, but it's beautiful at the same time. Also from the pituitary gland, that tiny little gland that could, 
there's a production of TH, TSH, or thyroid stimulating hormone. And that stimulates the production and secretion of thyroid hormone, which you know is the hormone of metabolism. The kidneys produce ethopoietin or erythropoietin, and that affects red blood cell production. Your pancreas affects lower blood sugar or affects your blood sugar levels, right? It also stimulates metabolism of protein and fat, and that's done through insulin. The ovaries produce estrogen, and estrogen affects the development of the female sexual characteristics. Estrogen is also important for the functioning of breast and also protects bone health. Progesterone is also made by the ovaries. Yes, progesterone is made by the ovaries, and progesterone stimulates the lining of the uterus and also prepares the breast for milk production when necessary and when appropriate. Thyroid hormone, I mentioned that earlier when I was talking about thyroid-stimulating hormone. Thyroid hormone controls metabolism. It also affects the growth and maturation. Okay, so it is important. Thyroid hormone is a big deal. I've also referred to it as the stress hormone, not that it causes stress, but it gets significantly affected by stress. Testosterone is produced in the male testicles and testosterone develops and maintains the male sexual characteristics. And melatonin, yes, that supplement that you buy to help help you sleep, we actually make that naturally in our bodies and it's made by the pineal gland and melatonin helps you to get a good night's sleep. So that's just a handful or two of the hormones that we make in our bodies that most people are aware of, or a lot of people are aware of, or you've heard of them here or there or somewhere. There are over 50 hormones that have been identified in the human body, and maybe there are even more that science has yet to discover. Here's another one that affects how we look and feel along the aging spectrum. Humoral factors. Humoral factors are hormones that are produced by the thymus. And these humoral factors help to develop the lymphoid system. Not the lymphatic system, but the lymphoid system. And the lymphoid system is responsible for antibody production, which is involved in immunity. Pretty important. According to the Cleveland Clinic, these special natural chemicals are responsible for a number of things in men and women and everybody in between. Everyone's included. Hormones are, hormones are an inclusive thing. And they're responsible for metabolism, a process called homeostasis, which pretty much refers to like your natural internal balance, right? Your consistent internal flow. Also growth and development, sexual function, reproduction, sleep, your sleep-wake cycle, and your mood. Yes, your mood. What can affect hormone levels? According to the Endocrine Society, a plethora of factors can affect the levels of your hormones and how they function. And these factors include puberty, aging, pregnancy, the environment, genetics, epigenetics, lifestyle, certain diseases, menopause, andropause, yes, men, you have one too, you have a pause too, and medications. And these medications are not just prescription medications, but also include naturopathic medicines, herbal supplements, and of course, prescription medic- medications such as, you know, opioids and 
steroids. Other things that can cause hormonal imbalance include chemotherapy, radiation, eating disorders, chronic ongoing or extreme stress, vitamin deficiencies, obesity, cancer, poor nutrition, and inappropriately excessive exercise. Like some people go too hard for their bodies. According to the Cleveland Clinic, symptoms of hormonal imbalance that affect your metabolism can include a slow heartbeat or a rapid heartbeat, unexplained weight gain or unexplained weight loss, fatigue, constipation, diarrhea, or more frequent bowel movements if it isn't just diarrhea, numbness and tingling in your hands, higher than normal blood cholesterol levels, depression, anxiety, cold intolerance, warm intolerance, dry, coarse skin and hair, thin, warm, and moist skin, irregular body fat distribution, darkened skin, particularly at your armpits or the back and sides of your neck, skin tags, extreme thirst, frequent urination. The Cleveland Clinic also states that in people assigned female at birth, an imbalance in the sexual hormones or the sex hormones can cause the following symptoms. Acne on your face, acne on your chest, acne on your upper back, hair loss, heavy periods, excess body hair or a condition called hirsutism, hot flashes, infertility, irregular periods, loss of interest in sex, vaginal atrophy, vaginal dryness, right? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. For those assigned male at birth, they can have an imbalance of testosterone, and that hormonal imbalance can cause the following symptoms. Decrease of body hair, loss of body hair, ED, the dreaded ED, or erectile dysfunction, and large breast tissue or a condition called gynecomastia, infertility, loss of interest in sex, loss of muscle mass, right? Thinning hair, lack of energy. It seems daunting that there are so many things that can possibly go wrong and or cause negative hormonal shifts that can result in adverse changes in our brains and our body. And it's true. As we move into advancing ages, our bodies naturally become depleted of these hormones. So despite the fierce race for the fountain of youth and in pursuit of longevity, I guess maybe we were not designed to live forever. Or could that change in the future? Well, if living well beyond our 80s and 90s and into our 100 pluses is possible, and I think it is, we've got quite a bit of cleanup to do first. Scientists have studied populations in what they call blue zones. And these are populations of octa and nonagenarians and 100 plus centagenarians. And they've studied how they live, how they eat, how they play, how they manage stress. And basically they're looking at the factors, environmental internal, and I guess as well as hereditary, but mostly environmental factors that help them to live such a long and fulfilling and happy life. Not just long, but fulfilling, purposeful, and happy life. So could it be, I mean, blue zones aren't everywhere. They're in, you know, certain parts of the world. I think there are six or seven of, of these places, of these blue zones. 
is it possible that the whole earth can become blue? Is there any way to prevent or stop the reductive process of decreasing hormone levels and maybe, therefore, a longer, fuller, more purposeful, happy, healthy life? I don't think we're truly there yet. But for now, there are ways to improve the symptoms and maybe even replenish the factors that help your body to produce the hormones, right? So if we can't stop the process, then maybe there are things that we can do to help slow down that process or, or help to reduce the rate of reduction or decrease of these hormones. And maybe those types of things will help us to live more fully and robustly longer before the ultimate demise, right? In general, what can you do? Well, in general, you can try to balance your hormones through lots of different ways. One, food. For example, specifically for estrogen, joinzoe.com says that these foods may help improve your symptoms. For estrogen depletion, soy and other legumes, flax seeds, dark chocolate, garlic oil and its equivalent supplements, red clover, vitamin D, and DHEA. But keeping that in mind, not all those foods will help all people and not all those foods will help all symptoms. In general, there's another way that you can help to balance your hormones, and that's through maintaining a healthy weight. And we all know there's so many things involved in maintaining a healthy weight. Boy, tell me about that. <laughs> you can also eat a balanced, healthy diet, and not just a balanced, healthy diet, but one that includes enough protein at every meal, high fiber and healthy fats, enough protein at every meal. You can also rec exercise regularly. Regular exercise helps to maintain a state of healthy homeostasis. Now you got to get that blood circulating, got to get those hormones to where they need to go. They got people to see and places to go. Manage your stress efficiently, effectively, and frequently. Get enough quality sleep, not just sleeping for hours and hours and hours, quality sleep. Manage your chronic health conditions if you have any, and you may need to enlist the help of a doctor with that or a therapist, right? Healthy is not just your physical body anymore. It's also your mind and your spirit. Quit smoking or using tobacco, tobacco products if you smoke or do use tobacco products. Nurture your gut health, and you do that through food, mood, stress management, and sure, probiotics. Reduce your sugar intake and reduce your processed carb intake because carbs get processed in the body to sugar. Eliminate alcohol, and if that is just not possible for you physically or socially, reduce it as much as possible. And remember, for every one glass tried of alcohol, or right, try to drink one to two glasses of pure water. Also, to help balance your hormones, you may have to consider some supplements. And I highly suggest that you speak with your physician and or your nutritionist to try to figure out which supplements are best for you. I remember one time taking my health into my own hands, <laughs> thinking I knew better, and clearly I did not. And I wound up taking a supplement that really had a negative effect on my thyroid. It was bananas, but it wasn't from bananas, but it was nuts. And just from taking that supplement, I don't know, for a few weeks, 
put my thyroid into a tailspin that took years to correct. Years. A few weeks became years. So please don't take supplements lightly, especially if you just don't really know if you need the supplement. And not only that, supplements can be completely contaminated with heavy metals, toxins. I mean, it's just junk. So if you are going to go the supplement route, ideally you get some professional advice on that. And if you're going to skip the professional advice, then at least buy a clean, organic, pure brand. You can also consider hormone replacement therapy. And for that, you definitely need to talk to your doctor about whether or not this is right for you. And you can also try to balance your hormones by staying well hydrated, by drinking 1.5 to to 2 liters of pure water daily. That's going to help you eliminate toxins and help you get rid of what your body doesn't need. So that was just the list, right, of things that you can do to try to balance your hormones. Just doing one of them is not going to do it. You have to combine all of them. Maintaining the healthy weight, the managing your stress, the exercising regularly, the getting enough quality sleep, right? Nurturing your gut, reducing your sugar and processed carb intake, plus or minus supplements, plus or minus hormonal replacement therapy. And let's not forget the mindset reset, right? It's great to be able to do all those things, but if your mind is not in the right place, then believe it or not, that can send vibrations to different parts of your body and that may the proper mindset or your proper healthy frame of mind could totally sabotage your efforts so that is as important as all the other things on the list so there you have it a primer on hormonal health and at least some of the hormones that can affect how we age how we look and how we feel This concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty and wellness questions on the go. That's click C-L-I-C-K-Lift.com. It's time for the Elevated House Call. 
JetSet Beauty RX offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at JetSetBeautyRx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.